Welcome to the drdavidmarlin.com Stable Science Podcast. I'm Dr. David Marlin, and along with a great team of experts, I'm helping horse owners and riders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. In these podcasts, we will discuss science-led research, technology, information, and advice to help you care for your horses so they may live healthier, happier, and longer lives. To support the podcast and all our research and science for horses, go to our website, www.drdavidmarlin.com, and to learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, in this podcast I'm going to talk about dealing with horse feed or supplement issues. This is where you think that you've got a problem with your horse or pony because of something that you've bought and you fed. And recently there's been quite a lot of posts uh, about this where people believe their horse uh, has become ill after eating something or simply won't eat something. So If this does happen to you, what sort of steps can you take? Well, the first piece of advice is be careful what you post on social media. Because obviously we all get uh, a little bit upset if we think our horse or ponies have become ill and we suspect that the cause is something we've bought and fed them. But the problem is, if you name a product and say it made your horse ill, that could be defamatory and that's libel. If you've written it down, uh, for example, on a social media post, and it's slander if you've said it to someone or you've said it to in a video. So unless you can prove beyond doubt the product did make your horse ill, then you could potentially be sued by the manufacturer. So that's just the first. Uh, be very careful. Of course, if your horse won't eat it, that's a completely different thing. That's not a problem to say that. So let's look firstly at why a horse or pony might not eat a feed or supplement. Well, we know horses and ponies can sometimes be fussy, um, 
but they also often know if a feed or supplement is off. And this could be for various reasons. It could be due to contamination with something that's not pleasant tasting. It could be a mistake in the manufacturing. For example, if somebody's added, uh, got a decimal point in the wrong place and added 10 times of something instead of uh, the, the correct amount, uh, which could make it very unpalatable, um, or it could be due to something going off. When we think of things going off in feeds and supplements, we particularly think of uh, fats or oils because these can go rancid if they're not stored in cool, dry conditions out of direct sunlight. So if this is the first time you've fed something and your horse or pony won't eat it, then maybe take a step backwards. If you've put the, the full amount in straight away, take a step back, leave it out of the feed for a few days and then start again with a small amount and build up gradually. And th there's two good reasons for doing this. The first is starting slowly, introducing slowly and building up reduces the chance of your horse rejecting it because it's something different in its feed. It's a different taste. But the second reason is it also reduces the risk of upsetting your horse's gastrointestinal tract. And if you do start slowly and build up, if there is a problem with the feed, the smaller amount your horse or pony eats, the better. The next thing I wanted to focus on is the fact that horses and ponies get ill every day, even if nothing has changed. So if the only thing that has changed is a new feed or supplement, or it's a new batch of something we've been feeding for a long time, if our horse or pony then becomes ill, we tend to naturally link the two together. But as I say, horses and ponies do often become ill, and it could just be total coincidence. And this is another reason why it's not advisable to make public accusations. Uh, in science, we say association is not cause and effect. The, the fact that your horse has become ill, the fact that you fed that supplement are associated, it doesn't mean that the supplement or the feed caused your horse to become ill. So just be careful of that. Okay, so... What do you do if you suspect a problem with a feed or supplement? If it's something you've never fed your horse or pony before, there may be nothing wrong with it at all. Your horse or pony may just not like it. Um, the things you can do are look at it, smell it. Is it what you would expect? Um, if it does look and smell okay, try adding a small amount to the feed. And of course, you know, ask around to see if anyone else has experienced palatability problems with that product. That is not defamatory to ask that question. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Okay, let's take another look at this from a different aspect. If it's a new batch or bag or pouch or tub of something you have fed before which your horse or pony is refusing to eat, that's a different matter. If your horse normally eats a specific product and suddenly refuses a new bag, pouch or tub, then it's likely something has changed. It could just be a change in flavouring or raw materials. It could be, have become contaminated in some ways, for example, with moulds. Um, or it could be a mistake in manufacturing. Or it may have been exposed to heat in storage or transport, which could have led to some of the oils and fats in particular going off. In any case, it does make sense to stop trying to feed the product. What are the steps you can take? Well... Firstly, take a photo of the batch number, take a photo of the feed or supplement uh, so that you can actually see what it looks like. Contact the company in writing, but as I keep stressing, don't make any accusations, just state the facts. E.g., my horse has been on your XYZ feed for two years, but has just refused to eat from a new bag with batch number XXYZ. State where you purchased it, how long you've had it, and how it's been stored. And remember, companies can only react if they see receive complaints about products. And most of the time, probably people don't complain. So that's, as I say, the only way a company can make a decision on whether there is a problem, whether they need to do perhaps a product recall, is if they get complaints. And if a company is a British Equine Trade Association beta member, then they should have procedures in place to record adverse events. And if the numbers of complaints are high enough to warrant it, put in place a product recall. Now, if it's a new batch or bag or pouch or tub or something you fed before and your horse or pony eats it and then becomes ill, how do we approach this? Well, first, of course, is contact your vet. The second thing is to keep notes of dates, times, symptoms. Uh, these are much more powerful, these notes, if they are written at the time of observation or conversation with your vet and are known as contemporaneous notes. Take a photo, as before, of the batch number. Take a photo of the feed or supplement. I'd also strongly suggest that you take at least one sample of at least 200 grams of the feed or supplement and place it in an unused Ziploc type bag. Write the name and the date and the time of sampling on the outside of the bag. And also keep an identical unused bag with the bag with the sampling in case somebody puts forward an argument. If there is something found that's contaminating, somebody might say, well, that's come from the bag. If you have a, the, a, another bag, then that can be tested as well to, to ensure that there isn't some contamination of, of the plastic you've used to store it in. And really important, make sure you store the sample in a cool, dry place out of sunlight. Now, once you have an opinion from your vet as to the cause of your horse's illness, you may then want to contact the company in writing. Again, avoid making accusations. Just state the facts, e.g. my horse... Uh, X, y, has been on XYZ feed for two years, but X hours or X days after being fed batch number XXY developed uh, ABC symptoms. State where you purchased it and how long you've had it and how it's been stored. If your horse has been very ill 
or worse, if your horse has died or, or had to be put down, then you may well want to seek legal advice before contacting the company. Uh, the other reason for seeking legal advice is, for example, if there's loss of use or you have very high vet bills. As I say, consider taking legal advice if there's a lot at stake. In order to prove that the feed or supplement made your horse ill, unless there are large numbers of owners affected, you may need to have independent analysis of the feed or supplement undertaken, which may be expensive and may still not offer conclusive proof, so just be warned of that. Companies, as we've said before, can only react if they receive complaints about products. And again, most people likely don't complain unless something serious has happened. If a company, as before, is beta uh, member, they should have procedures in place. And again, if you are considering legal action, ensure that all contact with the company is in writing. Don't get drawn into telephone conversations with anyone. So hopefully, if you do have problems with feed and supplements, it's just a case of your horse or pony refusing to eat them. Um, unfortunately, occasionally horses and ponies do become ill because of products that have been purchased and that they have been fed and it's important to know how to approach this to protect yourself and ensure that the best chances of a claim um, if required um, if something really does go wrong or it costs you a lot of money i hope this helps bye bye I hope you enjoyed this podcast and the Stable Science series. If you want to learn more about this topic and our work, head over to the drdavidmarlin.com website. 
Our website and community of members discuss a wide breadth of topics and the website houses thousands of articles, webinars, videos and research, all designed to help horse owners, riders, trainers and breeders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. The DrDavidMarlin.com site is an independent information resource for all equestrians, a source of unbiased, science-based research. To learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.